Senior Bowl, day two of practice is in the books. We saw some changes from yesterday. Some players stayed as good as they were. Some players got better from yesterday. We're going to talk about it all. The National Team and American D practices coming up on the Draft Countdown Podcast. again, Shane. Uh, everyone, welcome to tonight's edition of the Draft Countdown Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Bosarge, joined as always by my co-host, Shane P. Howell. Shane, 84 days, 23 hours, 20 minutes, and four seconds away from the 2024 NFL Draft. And you are in Mobile, of course, as you always are, but that's uh, senior bowl week, so it has a This is the only in. week it matters. <laughs> the week. Yeah, that's the week that it matters for Brian. He's been at uh, every practice. You went to the, the media event today. You've been you've been going here uh, all day. You can see, I mean, there's some color in the cheeks, Shane. You were missing some perfect weather these first two practices. Uh, we've had 60, 60, mid-60s and sun shining, baby. Yeah, like uh, YouTube viewers get to actually see the, the redness in your face. It's nice. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the color in the cheeks, as they say. But um, it, it was a good day of practice, man. We saw a lot of good action today. I actually got to meet Travis May uh, for the first time in person right. today. Good good to meet him. Uh, good friend of the show. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned we had the media event. That's why uh, I, I still haven't got up my practice report from today. Still kind of working my way through that. But um, got to enter uh, as part of the CFB Nation um, YouTube channel. Uh, go subscribe to that if you're not already. Uh, me and Nino uh, got to interview uh, Spencer Rattler and uh, Xavier Leggett from South Carolina for the Garnet Roost podcast that I also do. So that was kind of fun. But that's not what we're here to talk about, Shane. We're here to talk about the practices. And I guess we'll do like we did yesterday. We'll start with the national team because they went first. And um, I thought the quarterbacks regressed a little bit today. Did, did you see that in the practice film you watched? I thought Bo Nix and uh, Michael Penix kind of look, both looked a little off today. Sam Hartman kind of looked the same, but, you know, I wasn't expecting much out of him anyway. Yeah, I actually thought Bo Nix looked pretty awful today. Uh, it was a big, big difference from day one to day two for him. Just looked a lot more indecisive, um, you know, in general. So sometimes it happens, uh, especially with some of these coaching staffs. You know, you have – different uh sometimes verbiage and plays coming in 
It might have added more to his plate for day two. Um, I guess Sam Hartman didn't look great again. I mean, it's Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman. Uh, so I thought Penix is probably the best of today, but none of them were stellar. Yeah, you you can tell. And the wind, by the way, the wind was blowing hard today. Yeah. Um, okay. So that the, that was, uh, but that did not seem to affect Penix. Uh, that guy can spin it, man. Yeah. He can spin it. So that's probably why of the three, he looked the best today because the wind was kicking, especially it, 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 call, it was still blowing hard in the second practice but not as hard as it was this morning. So that kind of may have affected – because and, and if you go back and watch the one-on-one drills, um, they were throwing into the wind. So okay. uh, if you go back and watch those drills again, factor that in a little bit uh, to, the, to the eval a little bit. The wind was uh, – it was whipping uh, coming out of that end zone. Um, two players I want to talk about that stood out yesterday continued to ascend – Shane, and I'm going to give you credit here, my man, because Quinion Mitchell from Toledo is steady in first round of mock drafts now. He's definitely going to be steady in first round of mock drafts after this week. But you, sir, you, sir, I believe were the first that had Quinion Mitchell as a first round draft pick. Um, he And you mentioned yesterday he may be cornerback one off the board. I think he's he could definitely end up solidly in the top 20 after this week. What another showing he had today. And I don't think people maybe understand how difficult it is to play corner in these practices. Like you're kind of set up to fail because you're going one-on-one, no safety help. And the fact that Quinn Mitchell is taking a lot of these receivers for a ride is amazing to me. I don't know. I mean, you know, you've been doing this longer than I have going to the senior bowl, watching these practices, um, you know, but I've, I've been down there and then watching the film here the past couple of years for over a decade now. I don't, I don't know if I remember a corner being this consistently good the first two days of yeah. senior bowl practice. No, you're right. And it was fun today because the buzz yesterday was about Roman Wilson, right? The first three reps in one-on-ones, they lined up Roman Wilson with Quinion Mitchell. Wilson got him one time, but Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Hill, uh, kept him in check. Even had he had an interception on a pass in the one on ones off of Brent, uh, covering Brendan Rice, uh, as well. So, yeah, Quinion Mitchell stood today, and, um, uh, yeah, I believe we're going to, uh, firmly lock him into that top 20 now. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's in, like I said, I think corner one, he's, he's probably. He does this again tomorrow. Um, he was already kind of flirting with with corner one for me in, the, in that range. I think this might be the the tiebreaker here. Um, another guy who was the the buzz of town yesterday um, continued that buzz today, and that's Oregon center interior offensive lineman Jackson Powers Johnson. He's going in the first round now. Yeah, I, I, I think I had him in the first. I definitely had him in my last mock uh, in the first round and in the top 20. I think that's – I don't say I, you know, nothing's a lock in, in January, but uh, I, I want to say I think top 20 for Jackson Powers Johnson because he can play center, he can play guard, he's versatile. And, uh, you know, I, I would just kind of watch through all the reps once. I don't remember him getting beat today from what I saw. Um, I was watching a little bit of uh, Jeff Risden and the Detroit Lions uh, podcast last night, and they were just 
raving about him yesterday from yesterday saying they would love you know Detroit to draft him at 29 start him at guard and then you know eventually move him over to replace Frank right now he's not making it at 29. I like I said on the pod yesterday I think the Steelers with Arthur Smith coming in they the center is a very big focal point of that offense you know the, this he feels like a Steelers guy right this just like he, does. Dirty, he really does lineman, yeah he really does um do you remember back when before the season started and Penn State cornerback Kalen King was getting mocked in the first round? <laughs> I, you I, do, that I do. I do. I do. I think I, I think we talked about it being a little overrated on the podcast, but whew. uh we're not gonna do that anymore. Um at this point, I'm wondering if he's even going to get drafted. Oh, let's not go too far. Well, let's not okay, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I, 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 I think he's a day three pick, though. I, I really do. He is he is not good. At all, I'm not sure he's won a rep yet in two days. Yeah, that's that's rough. I mean, I think this it was, <clears> another, it was another rough day. I think you're right. I saw the same thing. I think it's probably puts him outside of the top ten corners for sure uh, in this draft. And now, when you're comparing him to other guys, you know, out there, the the Chow Smith Wades and Chris Abrams drains of, of the world. It's like, eh, I, I might rather those guys than Kalen King at this point. Well, I don't know about Chow Smith Wade. He's uh, he's he had a, he's had a rough two days as well, along yeah. with well, we we mentioned Willie Drew from Virginia State. Another another rough go of it for him. Um, I saw was it Bucky Brooks had uh, Tez Walker mocked in the in his mock, first mock draft had him in the first round. He's got speed, man, and he's got he can separate. But man, that dude had some troubles with the hands today. Uh, I had him for at least three drops. Uh, there was probably more than that. Yeah, I, I thought yesterday he, you know, didn't have like perfect reps. There were a couple bad ones, but for the most part, I was impressed with separation. I thought today Tez Walker's one of the worst receivers that I saw. Um, you know, not only the drops, which is bad, but even just uh, in some of the main coverage, I, I felt like today. I don't know. If, I don't know if he was pressing more, or sure they the coaches have him try something different. But he was kind of more upright. He wasn't really using his feet and that quickness to his advantage and getting the separation that I would expect. So definitely, yeah, on, on my down list, uh, the only receiver that I was like, oh, this is a bad, bad day today. Are we talking enough about right wide receiver Luke McCaffrey? Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 I mean, he's he's doing well. He's having a good week. I I still just don't see the upside. I mean, I think you know we're talking the day three receiver. That's nice. That's fair. Uh, a receiver who I think uh, is a lot better than Luke McCaffrey, who I think is rising after this week, especially as forward as Ricky Pearsall. Yeah, you know, and I think this is something to put in context too, similar to the combine. We, we we'll talk about it when we get there. You know, you want to set expectations, and then if players exceed those expectations, then you move them up. I I think we expected this from Ricky Pearsall. You know, the, the route running and the winning. Um, I think the consistency that he's doing it at, uh, maybe I didn't expect. I think that absolutely gives him a bump. Um, we. You know, it's a deep class, so it's always tough to gauge the round in this receiver class, but I think round three, well within his uh, possible outcomes here. 
I was talking about talking to Pete Smith about Pearsall today, and we both love him and everything he's done in practice, but he's like, it's going to be a scheme thing for him, right? And where he's going to end up coming off the board because similar to Khalil Shakir coming out of Boise and with Buffalo, right? That's what Pete was like mentioning him with in the same conversation. Like, you know, you, you think these guys are going to contribute a lot and then they end up going in the fifth round. Just because there is that one spot, you know, there's that slot spot where, like you said, not every offense, uh, like Pete said, not every offense is ever going to use Ricky Pearsall. So if 12 teams don't have him on their board, it gets more difficult maybe to go in a projected round three. Similar to, you know, almost the way Puka Nakua fell last year. I think we all liked him as a player, but he ends up falling into the fifth round and then sets the rookie receiving record. Not saying that's what's going to happen with Ricky Pearsall, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a similar similar track maybe. Um, I don't really have any positive or overly positive notes from Jacob Cowing today, but I do want to note that I saw him at the media day, and this may be the smallest human being I've ever stood next to. <laughs> like, like in your life? Maybe not in my life. <laughs> as a football player. Yeah, he is definitely up there with one of the smallest football players I've ever stood beside in person. Like, and I'm not talking about just height wise because he's short. <laughs> it's weight wise as well. He's 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 slight. <laughs> and I think we're moving in a direction where that is becoming more acceptable at right. the receiver position. Um, now, Cowing, I think, is definitely a step down from the rest of the group. And I think that's going to be the same deal. I think there's going to be a lot of offenses. They're like, we're not taking a guy like this, right? And then there's right. going to be some more creative ones that like it, and I think it puts him on that day two, day three border. I mean, if you're if you're giving 10 teams a choice between him and, say, Malachi Corley, like eight out of 10 are taking Corley, right? Yeah, I, I, I would think so. I think Corley <laughs> is, is going to fit a lot more of those teams than Jacob Cowling is. Yeah, he's a phenomenal route runner, though. Phenomenal. Yeah, uh, like get it, get him in the right spot, and things are going to take off. Uh, any other receivers or DBs that you uh want to want to speak on, right quick? No, I, I think we hit everyone from uh, the national team that I had, so that was good. All right, let's move on to some of the other guys I thought jumped out to me um, from this uh, national team practice. Um, saw Javon Solomon, the edge rusher from Troy, uh, in the linebacker drills. Uh, he is he is not a stand up and cover guy. I'm just gonna let's just write that off now. That's done. Uh, he's hand in the ground, go get him, which is may not be great because he's undersized. Uh, but in the t- full team uh, drills, he beat uh, um, Fuaga on a uh, around the bend there to the point that Fuaga just basically hooked him in a WWE bear hug there and just brought okay. him down with him. Um, so. He can rush the passer, but I, he's not a stand-up linebacker. Yeah, I just have a tough time placing Javon Solomon. Like you said, I think there is that pass rush ability, which is so much needed for so many teams in the NFL. But he can't be – I don't think he can be a full-time edge right. rusher every play. So, um, you know, how, how do you kind of uh, qualify that? A lot, a lot of these stand-up – a lot of teams are moving to more stand-up rushers. He, I don't think – like you said, I don't think he could play that. So it's uh, another very limiting player, kind of the old tweener tag gets yeah. uh, thrown around. 
just when you thought we were done with the tweener tag, <laughs> it's, making, it's making a comeback for real. And there's a lot of guys, I will say this, in this game, I think that are fitting in that tweener mode. One I want to talk about in a second, uh, and Brandon Dorless is another, I think is a bit tweener-ish. I mean, I, I was really high on him. He had a great season, but yeah, I, I think I struggle with where Brandon Dorless is going to play in the NFL. You almost need kind of a five tech position or some of these, you know, big D lines that like to put, uh, you know, five, sometimes six tech. I think he could play. It's just going to be a tough fit. Um, so I think his, I think he's falling. You know, he, he cut weight. There are, obviously, I feel like his agents kind of push and trying to push him to edge rusher, but Dorless, uh, I don't think is that uh, necessarily. No, uh, I thought he had a good day today, but I think Mike Hall from Ohio State is in that same uh, category. I, I thought he had a really good day rushing the passer, right? Yes. You know, uh, I mean, he he's not pushing. He's, he's not putting these linemen on skates. Mike Hall is not, not going to be the big strength, get under the pads guy and, you know, attack the run and, and fill a gap. But, um, I mean, he gets low, and he did he did well on some of the 11-11s. Rushing the passer got, you know, got through the line really quick. So it was, it was a much better day, I thought, than day one. Yeah, and the team drills, he had a sack, and he, and he had a pass breakup. So I thought he uh, he did a good job out there today. Uh Talisay Fuaga, the offensive tackle from Oregon State, was dominant yesterday in reps. Uh, and the team drills, man, uh, he struggled. I mentioned earlier the, the bear hug tackle on Solomon when he got beat. Adiza Isaac from Penn State beat him two consecutive reps with speed and bend. Is that is that an issue? To worry no, about? I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, I mean, the one-on-ones were still phenomenal for him. I thought it was a, another I haven't seen those day. yet. So. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was another great day. I thought he, I don't think he really maybe got beat once um, from what I remember. So I put a little more stock in that, um, you know, but it's – I think Fawaga is entering that conversation for offense, you know, in that top – I think he, we got a big three at offensive tackle now. I think he's entered that conversation. Uh, but – some concerns when you have some of these smaller rushers getting getting past you. Um, definitely something to look at. Oh, let's see what else I have here. Um, the running backs weren't in my I, I I wasn't paying that much attention to them. weren't as noticeable for me. Maybe you saw more on tape, but the what the one running back that did stand out to me was your guy, South Dakota State Isaiah Davis. Great vision today. I saw uh, in a couple of runs in the team drill. Um, what do you think about da- what Davis has done these first two days and any other running backs that stood out to you? I think Davis has been solid. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think the, the full team stuff, Davis was good. It's it's tough being a 220-pound running back and trying to stand out at, at a practice. Um, I hope Davis plays in the game. I think that could be where he excels. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, the guy that I, I don't like, very much, but I thought maybe had the best day was uh, Kamani Vidal from Troy uh, for the national team was, uh, you know, catching passes in, in those drills. Um, you know, had a decent 11 on 11. So I, you know, I thought he had a good day as well. I tell you, between Rasheen Ali and day one and Kamani Vidal day two, it ain't a good day for Shane Hallam running backs that he doesn't like. Look, look I, I mean, uh, you know, 
Another, another, like we might not have a running back go in, in the first two rounds, so I, we're, yeah. we're pulling pulling at something here. <laughs> we got it. We got. We're we're just looking, man. We're we're grasping at straws. Trying, uh, try try, especially for you fantasy guys, right? This is just this is horrible for you guys, isn't it? It's, um, it's, yeah, just wait till the quarterbacks next year. We're gonna get hit even harder. Oh man, uh, one injury note. Uh, a couple of injury notes. Uh, Brennan Jackson, the Washington State edge rusher, uh, was in a boot today. Uh, Craig Stevensayo.com talked to him at the media event, said uh, they're listening as day to day. He's not practicing the rest of the week for the game, but he should be good to go. Like nothing serious uh, to prevent him going forward. So that's good. It just really sucks for him that he got, he got his ankle rolled before any of the drills yesterday. Like it happened in like some of the the practice stuff or the the the, the install yeah. stuff, and that just sucks that he didn't get to do any of the one on ones or anything at all. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but that's fine. At least he'll be he'll be fine. But you'd rather be cautious and not make it worse. Right. And uh, Michigan interior offensive lineman uh, Trevor Keegan was out today with back spasms. Uh, his practice slash game status uh, unknown at the time. That's fair. Hopefully, he'll be able to play. Be good. Um, yeah, a, a couple more O linemen. Okay. Um, Tanner Bordelini, after a poor day one, I thought bounced back and played pretty well. Um, some good drive. Uh, Dom- Dominic Pooney from Kansas as well. It's a name I wrote down that impressed me. Um, and I didn't get to mention him yesterday. But I thought Dwayne Carter from Duke. Yesterday, not quite as good today. And the one on ones, I thought he was he he was he did really not good. handle himself well. But the team yeah. drills, I he, thought yesterday he was he was game wrecking, uh, in, in those drills. Yeah. So so that was uh, yeah, that was kind of D line O line uh, for me. Uh, I I think I forgot to mention uh him yesterday as well. But I have been impressed by uh Florida interior offensive lineman Kingsley Egwakun. He has been really good. Uh, he was yesterday. I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched uh, the the offensive line, defensive line one on ones today. But yesterday he was really good, as well as I want. I think I did mention Isaiah Adams yesterday, the Illinois interior offensive line. But he has repped in the one on ones at all five positions, both That's tackles, awesome. both guards, and center. That, that man is, gets that man is trying to get drafted. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's, I love he's it. moving up. He had a good day today, too. So. Yeah, so good for him. Uh, anybody else on the national team before we move on? Uh, Leichu Latu, monster, the cross chop, man. He's, he's just Did you see it. the – somebody was uh, put up a, a, a video yesterday. They said, you, ha- love, you have to love this plan he goes in with. Like, he already had a counter for the counter. And yeah. like, and it's just unbelievable how good he is, man. God, I hope his medicals check out. Yeah, if they if they check out, I'm having top ten. And uh, I got to shout out my boy Austin Booker had a great day. Beat Jordan Morgan twice. Beat Roger Rosengarten uh, in the pit. So keep keeping out for Austin Booker. And then uh, Peyton Wilson, who I kind of bashed yesterday, I thought uh, bounced back. The team drills was phenomenal. So I haven't heard a whole lot about Jordan Morgan. Yeah, yeah, he he's. I haven't been super impressed, you know, when you're talking about like a potential first, second round tackle. Um, Same with Patrick Paul, for that matter. Randall Paul was good yesterday. 
uh, today. I, I didn't write his name down, so that's usually you know, not a good nothing sign. outstanding. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sione Vaki getting some running back reps today. Yes, I, w- I want to talk about that because yep. Paul has been adamant that he thinks <laughs> Sione Vaki. He also had slot slot receiver reps today. I didn't see that. that, that that's yes. awesome. Yeah, so uh, Sione Vaki, uh, safety, safety for yeah. uh, Utah. Uh, Utah. Uh, got some running back reps and some uh, slot receiver reps today. Uh, and my big my big down was Ladarius Henderson from Michigan. Just could not could not hold anyone. I mean, he was going backwards every single rep, team drills and one on ones. It was it was bad for Ladarius Henderson today. This is the equivalent of me talking bad about Tyler Davis yesterday. You know this, right? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. I can't really bash the Michigan guys, but uh, like Henderson, a great national championship game, but senior bowl week, not kind to Ladarius Henderson. All right, let's move on to the American team now. Um, just wanted to note, I noted about the national team yesterday. Uh, American team um, had six different guys lined up to return punts today. Lad McConkey was one of them, and then they were seeing how many. Uh, punts Lad McConkey could field while holding balls in his hand. At one point, they they blew the whistle. He had three balls. He had already fielded one with one ball. Then he had another one. He had two. Then fielded the third ball. And before he could try to field the fourth one, they blew the whistle and went to another drill. <laughs> but I was at this point, I was curious to how this was going to happen. Right. But I will I will say I don't know who's running the American team practice. I can't remember what the coach is, but. This was the worst practice we've ever sat through. Oh, like this was like people were asking if Matt Patricia was running the practice today. Yikes! It's it was bad. Did they they were thirty minutes uh, after practice started before they did anything of note? I, I hate I hate when that happens because you're just sitting there like I, I, I can't write anything. J- Jimmy says they got some more offensive linemen. Uh, to bring up, they actually did bring up one today from the Hula that they didn't announce. Jeremy Flax from Kentucky, uh, who they brought up from the Hula, ironically, uh, got hurt yesterday, and they replaced him with Travis Glover from Georgia State. Interesting. I thought it was the same guy because the damn helmet was blue and had a cat on it. It, it took me a <laughs> second before I uh, realized it was a different guy. Well, you got to differentiate the cats out there, Brad. Hey, man, it's. What, what what can I say? <laughs> Panther, Wildcat. Yeah, I mean, it's not that different. Doesn't matter. Uh, let's get into these uh, running backs, or sorry, wide receivers and DBs here uh, for the American team. And thankfully, thankfully, Xavier will get bounced back today. Yeah. Had, had a good day, separated well, made some great catches. Um, some crazy catches. Crazy catches today. Uh, glad to see it. Uh, I was getting worried. Yeah, it was a nice bounce. We said it yesterday. Like, you know, one day for day one, it's not the end of the world. Um, I mean, a leaping catch, like Xavier Leggett was putting it out there, I think maybe got comfortable, and we saw it. I think still, still some separation struggles, right. uh, you know, which is fine. But I, I do think it was, uh, you know, he was on the up list today. Speaking of South Carolina players who bounced back today, Spencer Rattler. Might have been the best quarterback on the American team today. I'm not even gonna say might. He was the best quarterback on the American team yeah. today, and threw he and he threw some great balls today. And when a player catches the ball, and you can hear it, 
from the bleachers, you know that man is throwing it with some velocity. And uh, Rattler was doing that today. Um, I can't say the same for Joe Milton, who, um, well, his accurate, he has accuracy issues. Yeah, rough day for Michael Pratt as well. Yeah. So it was uh, Rattler thought, was definitely the best. I did, I did think that Carter Bradley uh, threw he's, some good balls today. He's had two good days, to be honest yeah. with you, for what for my expectations at least. For for a guy who we didn't think uh, that was what we think was basically a uh, home team add in. He's. He's, he's done himself well. Good Pretty good well. for Carter Bradley. Um, looking at my notes here, some others. You know, Lad McConkey didn't get that same separation today, did he? No, a little, a little plus. Still a couple good routes, but then right. there were some that I think I think the corners could anticipate uh, what Lad McConkey was going to do. Um, I, I don't know if he was you know selling it or whatever, uh, but they were reading him well. So um, we'll see how tomorrow goes. I want to see. I think the most impressive receiver I saw today for the American team uh, outside of one drop was Louisville's Jamari Thrash. Uh, we, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, I think Jamari Thrash had a good day yesterday. I think placing him in the draft is going to be difficult. You know, probably still a day three pick. But there's a lot of upside for Thrash as a, uh, you know, number three, number four. He can catch a touchdown here and make a big play there. Uh, so I, I agree. It's a good day. Not a bad day for Johnny Wilson either from Florida State. He, he was he was on my list. I mean, day one, I thought the adjustment to making this work uh, was tough. I, I think Johnny Wilson, I mean, he, he's got to be a tight end, right? Like at 235 pounds, but, um, you know, I, I feel like that's what has to happen. But uh, he, he looked good playing the slot, kind of big slot. And I thought the footwork was a lot better today than it was yesterday. No doubt about it. Um, trying to trying to see if any of these DBs uh, jumped out to me. Um, I, I, I liked uh, Jalen Simpson both days. I thought the safety from Auburn, you know, made some plays in the team drills. Uh, looked like he was really the quickest to read, react, respond. To, to some of the passing game. So uh, Jalen Simpson, a name I definitely want to highlight, but uh, I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have a lot of DB names here on, you know, on the good side. Uh, Quintan Oladapo, uh, Oregon State, I thought solid uh, in coverage as well. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a good day as well um, for, uh, you know, on, on, for, on the other side um, for the national team. But I, I thought it was – you know, Oladapo is a big guy, and but you can see the explosion with that with that size. Pretty impressive to be kind of a two way safety. I, I just it just hit me who the most impressive DB was on the American team today. Uh, Jarvis Brownlee Jr. Louisville. Yes. Yeah. Good call. Great. I, day. I, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> you no, know, did not have that on the bingo card, right? But he he's he he might get the biggest bump. On my board, uh, from anyone in the Senior Bowl, I thought both days Jarvis Brownlee Jr. from Louisville. I uh, mean, stuck in. He's not a, a big dude, but he, he was getting physical too. He wasn't afraid to um, run up, you know, hit someone, swat at the ball. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, anybody stick out to you receiver wise in a negative way? Um. No, nothing. Nothing was. I don't think anyone was like 
super bad on the uh, on the American side today um, from the receivers. There's no one other. like Jaquan Jackson made a couple plays. Um, I haven't written Anaya Smith down much. I don't know if you have any insight there, but nothing's stood out to me. I have really wanted uh, these past two days. I've wanted to see Anaya Smith jump out because I'm a big, uh, you you know this. I've been a big fan for two years yeah. now. Smith, it, it's not happening out there, man. I, I I don't know what what what's the the problem. Is it maybe he's just I don't know. He's used to playing with bad quarterbacks, so I mean it's. That shouldn't be the issue. I, I don't know what what it is, what his deal is. It's indecisiveness, wasted movement. Like he just doesn't seem to want want to separate too much. Yeah. Uh, how about defensively? Uh, any of these uh, DBs? Um, Bo Braid got beat, beat again. Yeah. It was another rough day D for him. Jaquan Jackson beat Bo Braid deep. So uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe some more highlights like than yeah, you know, the whole day or whatever. But he, I'm glad you brought up Jaquan Jackson. I have he, I have been impressed with that guy. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's these two days. Place. Yes, smaller, definitely a, one of these slot guys. But I mean, he's what I would wanted Anaya Smith to be, and it just Jaquan Jackson has been that uh, in, in these practices. So good on him. Um, Pratt had some dropped INTs today, man, in the team drill. It just uh, – who was – or had one, uh, number four, dropped it. DJ James, uh, right right in the midst, uh, couldn't finish, but he he jumped a route there. And uh, you said Michael Pratt wasn't wasn't the best day. No, not, not the best day. Some of those – threw some would-be interceptions, I think, in a, in a real game. Uh, thought running back Dejan Edwards had another good day uh, for for the American team. He had a big run and a guy we should I, I I had didn't watch the American team tape uh, before we did the show last night, or I would have talked about Charles Turner, the interior offensive lineman from LSU, who has been a monster or was a monster yesterday, and he he was the man that opened up the big hole today for Edwards. I think Turner's been kind of rock solid, and especially in the team drills. I think he feels a lot more comfortable. Um, yeah, like like Dejon Edwards today. I liked uh, Ray Davis again. I thought was really solid. Um, just you know, solid running back play from this whole group. Uh, Jimmy brings up a good one here. Uh, saw a clip. Eric Watts getting a big win over Christian Jones in the one on ones. Uh, I think Eric Watts has had some good wins uh, these first two days of practice. He's been, he's not out of place. I think he's played his way into getting drafted. Um, I think Christian Jones had it wasn't the only time that he got uh, <laughs> beat today. So uh, the offensive tackle from Texas, but uh, yeah, UConn's Eric Watts, a uh, pass rusher to know for sure. Uh, quick question in the chat here: uh, Is there a left tackle in Mobile that you can see this being on the board for the Saints at fourteen? That's in this game. Yeah, I mean, I th we talked uh, to Elise Fulaga from Oregon State. I think if he's sitting there at 14, that's a great fit for New Orleans. Uh, I, you know, I think outside of that, left tackle-wise is a little bit tough. But I think you could project a guy like uh, Tyler Guyton, um, you know, from Oklahoma, played more right tackle. Uh, I think he could fit. Pete was noticing at the media event about Tyler Guyton, said he is a very compactly built uh 300 plus pound man and i think sometimes it's good you know because it, it's harder to move 
those compact offensive tackles, even if you get under the pads, there's enough beef there and anchor to hold them in when sometimes you know you have these kind of big bigger guys that um the weight's not centered, you know, to to really hold that anchor in. Uh well you've watched the offensive line, uh, defensive line one on ones today. I did, haven't had a chance to yet. Uh who were some of the standouts? Uh, for you from the American team while we're on the subject of offensive linemen and such that, that really jumped out to you positively and or we'll start with positive first. Yeah, Christian Haynes from UConn, a uh, dominant, dominant day. Uh, kind of the big highlight was uh, against Jordan Jefferson, the lineman for LSU who struggled throughout the day. And uh, I <laughs> saw yeah, Haynes would not – he would not let go of Jefferson. Not, I mean, and he didn't – Jefferson didn't take that well. Yeah, ripped off Haynes' helmet, and it looked like they were going to throw down. <laughs> Threw it across the field. Um, yeah. Not a great look, uh, I think, ultimately. You know, you can get frustrated, but it wasn't Haynes. I don't think Haynes did anything wrong. I don't know. It's like, there's nothing dirty here. So, I don't know. Maybe he said something. I don't know what happened. But, um, so, but I mean, even outside of that, Haynes was pretty dominant. Um, talk Tyler Guyton. I had another solid day for him. Just really consistent. I don't really think – Maybe there was one rep where Guyton got beat, but not much. Um, and then a guy that surprised me today, JV and Cohen, the interior lineman for Miami. Uh, really solid day. Uh, some good push and run blocking in the team drills. I saw some uh, clips on Twitter. So I know he had a great day yesterday, Bo Lemmer from Arkansas, but he got his ass worked by Tavondre Sweat, who I guess got tired of everybody making fun of his weight yesterday. Oh, so, I mean, Sweat was on fire today, man. He was like, you you, you could see. I mean, you might be right because you could see at the beginning of every rep, like he he is he's building up and he just popped every single person. And you get yeah, a three hundred fifty pound guy that's popping you. You're, yeah. You know, you're not expecting that. He played pissed off today in practice. You could see it, uh, especially in those drills. Uh, it was it was fun to see uh, what I saw. Um, we haven't talked about him yet, so I'm just going to ask you a couple of interior guys we haven't really spoke about. Um, Delmer, not Delmer Glaze, uh, Andrew Ram, uh, Ram from Oklahoma and Layden Robinson, Texas A&M. Anything from those two guys? Yeah, I thought Ram was solid um, today. Uh, like, I, he's not overwhelming. He's not getting a big push in the run game. He doesn't look super athletic, but kind of getting the little things done, which for center usually works, right? I think sometimes that can work for you. Leighton Robinson, uh, once again, you know, nothing that's a goal of this. This guy's awful, but he's not doing anything to really impress me here where I think he needed to impress. So we'll see how tomorrow goes. But, yeah, Leighton Robinson kind of on my, you know, keep, keep, keep him where he is, uh, the, the evals right list. Yeah, uh, Delmar, speaking of Delmar Glaze, he's had a pretty solid couple of days here. Uh, the Maryland offensive tackle, a guy that I don't think we really were thinking much of before uh, this week. Might have to go back to the tape on him a little bit. Yeah, uh, he's he's played solid. I think I probably should go back to the tape and probably watch him a little bit more because uh, Maryland's offense was a little bit, a little bit messy this year. Um, but solid, solid days. Yeah, I want to shout out uh, Missouri uh, Darius Robinson. Their uh, defensive line—he's had a good couple of days. Can he? I mean, he's 
We've got him as a defense interior defensive lineman at six uh six five two eighty six thirty four and three quarter arms uh eight almost eighty four and a half inch wingspan. Is he a guy that I mean? Is there any reason we can't he can't play the edge? I, I think we I think we're gonna need to move him to edge, yeah. and I think he's more than a shout out. I thought he might have had the best day of anyone at the Senior Bowl today. I, I think. Darius Robinson's playing his way into the first round. Like that's how good Darius Robinson has been wow. to me. Uh, to, to like every single every single rep today. I mean, just boom, boom. He's he's passed. Like it was crazy to me. Uh, I, I think Darius Robinson might be so far my biggest stock up. Talking two, three round jump. We're gonna have fun Friday night with this. Uh, how many senior bowlers are going in the first round? I, th- yeah, I think we're gonna get some high numbers this year, my I, man. I, I think double digits is coming, baby. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, so Darius Robinson might be that. Uh, when we ask the question, guy, I wasn't high on coming in, but I am now. That that might be your answer, huh? Well, yeah. If no one steals it from me, I, I think I got to do it. There you go. We'll we'll, we'll let you have. Uh, we'll let you uh, have that one, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Like, so we talked quarterback, we've talked, I think we talked everything. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, only other guy I had was, uh, Trevin Wallace linebacker from Kentucky. I liked today. So. Yeah. Solid day today. I, I did, uh, I did, uh, he was in some of the coverage drills, the one-on-ones, they moved the running backs and linebackers over there at one point. And so he was, he was doing a solid job in coverage. I, I did write that down as well. Um, was Trevin Wallace. Uh, one of the, younger linebackers here well uh, l- let me say this of all we're talking about uh younger linebackers james williams miami he's a project sir right uh, i think dave i think we yeah day three if we're, I, I would love to be able to get him in that fourth round area and just have him inactive for most of the season and just try to develop him because I think there's a lot, especially frame wise, to love. But man, he is raw as a player he, right now. He didn't play special teams in college, but like I wish I want to see him play kickoff and punt. I don't right. see him as a gunner, right? Like he could smash that. I do want to. I do want to. Uh, while I'm thinking about it, Miami safety Cameron Kitchens. He's one of the best players. Uh, here on defense. I mean, this, he doesn't, everything he does is so fundamentally sound. Yeah. Uh, very solid. Even, even when, um, you know, even when a receiver caught a ball over him or whatever, I mean, Kinchins was in position. He was doing the things you wanted to see. I, I think we're, we're, we're going to debate who that top safety is. I think Kinchins is playing his way into, uh, into being bad. Yeah, so I, I'm with you. All right, so that's going to do it. Uh, that's the end of we'll, – we'll wrap this thing up here. That's the end of day two of practice. So that leaves us one more day, uh, one more day of practice here, Shane. Uh, who do you – what – name one player you want to see salvage what they've – it's been what the first two days. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I want to see Kalen King salvage his, his day, the corner from Penn State. I would like to see a bounce back for day three, show off that athleticism. Oh, here's a spark. Uh, you know, I hope we don't – I hate when we get a guy who 
was a, a first round pick before the season. And then, like you said, I mean, completely falls out of the draft or sixth, seventh round. It's like, oh my gosh. So I, I hope he could salvage the day, the week, and show us something. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. It's just, it's been a rough go. I, I think for me, the the one guy I kind of want to see, you know, pick it up a little bit is, is I don't know, I, the low-hanging like, – I have loved Anaya Smith, so I'll stick with that low-hanging fruit here. He's a guy I want to see show something on day three because it has, just hasn't been there these first two days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. All right, so that's going to do it for tonight's edition of the special edition of the Draft Countdown Podcast. Our day two recap of the recent Senior Bowl uh, is over. Um, as always, if you're new to the YouTube channel, subscribe here. We're, we've got three more shows this week. Shane, you won't be with me tomorrow night. Paul's going to be with me tomorrow night. Um, and then we'll have Paul and Scott here Friday night uh, for our annual Grapeco uh, draft party there. We'll have that uh, Friday night. And then Saturday, I will probably go solo with a quick uh, game recap. But you'll definitely want to subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you get notified when we go live uh, with these shows each and every week. You can always listen to these shows on the on audio platforms, be it Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever that you uh, listen to your podcasts. Uh, those are generally uploaded within, what, 30 minutes after the show is over. So uh, that should definitely be the case again tonight. So, But leave, leave us a five-star review and um, share that out as well. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Deep Fried Draft. Follow Shane on Twitter at Shane PL. Follow Draft Countdown on Twitter at Draft Countdown. And go to DraftCountdown.com for all of your daily NFL draft needs. For Shane, I'm Brian. Good night, everybody.